This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Welcome to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Visit joy.org.au to find out more about our Joycasts. What time is it? I don't know. It's on time for Joy War. <laughs> Um, yes, it is time for Joy Law, that regular it segment where we chat about legal issues mm. of interest and concern or of notes to the LGBTIQ community and its allies. And joining us live in the studio today, our old favourite is Chloe. <laughs> They're wild. Look at that. They love me. They love you. Now, what are we talking about today, Chloe? So, basically, protecting your assets, um, oh. which is a topic we have talked about before here. But ba- uh, what I want to really wanted to talk about is second relationships. So, when you get into a second relationship, um, often later in life, you might have already had a breakdown of the first relationship. You've got some assets. You want to protect them after potentially splitting mm. them with your first ex. I feel attacked being very single. Anyway, <laughs> talk about your second relationships, Chloe. Good on you. <laughs> <laughs> I apologise, <laughs> um, but gen- generally it's sort of an un- it's an unhappy topic. Nobody really wants to talk about what's going to happen if things break down. Mm. Um, but it's really important because if you don't do it now, um, unfortunately things could break down, and then you end up having to do it later. And often you need lawyers to assist you in that respect. You family lawyers, are, you're not a happy bunch, are you? Well, look, we generally are happy in our social lives and everything else. <laughs> the content of what we deal with can be uh, a little bit sad sometimes, but you know we do our best. Yes. Serious business. It is. Not like like what it you is. Do. I like what I do. Yeah, <laughs> also right. very serious. <laughs> Got to make sure you push the right buttons, Dean. Yes, in the very right order. Oh, uh, yeah. That's, that's important to radio, apparently. Mics are on. But basically what I really wanted to touch on was there are options. So if you are in a second relationship and you want to have a chat about, um, you know, what are you going to do when you separate, or if you separate, I should say. See? <laughs> Sorry about Uh-oh. that. Um, it's really important to have that discussion. It's the same this sort of discussion you might have about um, what you want to do with your estate when you pass away. So obviously no one wants to talk about that, mm. but uh, it's still important so that your friends and your loved ones know where you stand. And similarly, in a new relationship, they should know where you stand. They should know what wealth you have. They should know what your intentions are for that wealth. Because mm-hmm. if you do have kids from a previous relationship, um, or family members you want to look after, or there's an all sorts of things you want to, you might want to do with your wealth. It's really uh, sort of important that you don't just assume that that person will do what you want. Um, so it's what we say. What do we always say, Dean? Get it in writing. Get we it do. In writing. Get it in writing. It makes me wonder though. How do you start the conversation? It's like, honey, when you leave me. <laughs> Look, uh, I think it's going really well, but when you leave me... It is really, it's a tough one. And um, I think sometimes people going into second relationships often do think, sorry about that, Jack, yeah. um, they do actually <laughs> think of it a little bit um, better because they are... They've may, maybe already been through a separation. They've yes. already been through the breakdown of a relationship. It may have been messy. It may have been easy. It really depends. But also you're sort of that m- bit more mature. You do have other people you're potentially thinking about protecting, be that children, as I say, or other family members. Yep. So it's really just me appealing to those people to say, look... It, it's nice to think everything's rainbows and um, sort of sunflowers, but it's just not reality. And people no. need to be aware that you really just need do need to document what you want to do and um, get some advice. Even if that's just go and see somebody to get some initial advice about what might work for you or what you might want to protect, it's really worth it. Now, Chloe, we've had a message in on 0427-JOY949. Oh, a very cheeky one, which I enjoy. <clears throat> 
do you have to have finished your first relationship or you can have the second one at the same time? Yes, you can. Oh, <laughs> so, oh hello. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to have finished. You can have simultaneous relationships um, and that can definitely complicate things. So yeah. if you are... It depends really whether or not you finish. So you might have separated from from one relationship mm. and started a new relationship. You could still be, say, either married to that first one or in a de facto with that first one and still in a second relationship that could be classified as a de facto relationship. So the problem there is if you separate from the second one before you finalise the property settlement with your first one, oh. you're all in for a lovely time. It's wow. going to be complicated and it could get very messy. Yeah. So we always recommend that you do document settlements with your first relationship before intermingling finances with the second. doesn't always happen in reality, um, but we definitely urge you to do that. Mm. Um, well, I don't even know how it would yeah, work with uh, people in polyamorous relationships where everyone's with everyone at the same time, yes. legally speaking. Yeah, well, that, that is another, that is an interesting yeah. one. Um, in, in terms of finances, it becomes really complex. Um, that's the, that's the real problem. Um, I don't really know how much further to take no that one. <laughs> yeah, no one's specialised in your area um, of the poly... Well, it's well, really it really depends know. on how. Um, obviously, so the, you can be in a relationship with. So, say I could be in a relationship with one person, and I could be in a relationship yeah. with another person. Mm-hmm. Um, but you generally mean? speaking, you don't. They, they don't really look at them as if they're all three are in a relationship together. It would just be. Yeah, here's one. Here's another one. Yeah, so it's fine. Yeah, you generally want to have an agreement with both. So mm. but the problem is a lot of people who do this have these two relationships. They might be in the first one and they might be having, say, an off-the-side relationship with the second. Very fresh. And they think that they're safe because it's just a, a sort of a, a side yeah, yeah. relationship. Side hustle. Side hustle. <laughs> Um, but it might not be. And if that person then makes a claim that they're in a de facto relationship, there's all sorts of factors that we've talked about before that, could, have, that could consider that they yeah. are in that relationship. And that definitely does complicate things. Oh, my gosh. What's that? Another, another text happening We have had another text in on 0427 Joy 9 for now, but I can't read it. Oh, it's a blank text. Yeah, there's something, I think it might be an emoji or it might be something else, but we can't quite read it. But oh, thank it's you. not a, um, no. Well, thank you for texting in, but maybe it was a, or maybe it was meant to be a picture. Oh, maybe. I hope so. Oh, we do like pictures, but we can't see them, unfortunately. No, <laughs> we can't. Or emojis, for that reason, which is interesting. Well, I'm part of law. I will actually just quickly touch on with the polyamory. I was thinking of it in terms of litigation if there was a fight. Um, but if you did, if you were in a consensual relationship with, say, two or more, three or more people, you, there's no reason you couldn't enter into a binding financial agreement with those parties. Everyone would need their independent legal advice. It, could be a very lengthy, extensive contract, but it is possible to do. So it is something to consider. Here we are. There you go. There's yes. an option for you, maybe. Yeah, okay. <laughs> go from no one to several people. <laughs> several okay. people. I can't even handle being by myself. <laughs> oh, there's too many of me. So if someone is finding themselves in this situation where they are starting a second relationship, what should they be doing? I think they should definitely get some advice. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot mm-hmm. of advice available on the internet, although I would caution you to be very careful about where you, uh, what advice you would accept. There are a lot of lawyers in Melbourne who do offer um, initial consultations. Um, it's definitely a good idea to go and get some advice. You can get free advice, but obviously you always get what you pay for. So I would suggest you get some legal advice from, a, from an accredited specialist in family law. Um, just to, to really see what your, <laughs> sorry, to see what your um, what your options are, um, and really get some advice around that because knowledge is power, and I recommend that that's what you would do. And do you think? And you touched on it, I guess, with the 
a polyamory relationship, but mm. would you suggest that both parties get separate legal advice or can they see the same lawyer? Well, they can't see the same lawyer mm. in terms of getting the agreement. If they just wanted some initial advice, they, there's no reason they couldn't go together. Most lawyers wouldn't see them together because that would preclude them from doing the actual um, right. contract. So... Uh, a condition of having a binding financial agreement is both parties need independent legal advice. Yes. So you can definitely have two different lawyers meet in a collaboration to draft that agreement, but the people will need independent so, legal so advice. So even if you are actually in a good place and you've come to an agreement that now's the time, mm. it still needs to have that independent support on both Definitely. Parties. And you can definitely you can draft the agreement together. There's no problems with having that, as I say, in a collaboration sort of approach to that. But um, separately, you need to go away and get some independent legal advice about your own rights separate from the other person. Okay. Mm. There we go. But the way you can help um, protect your assets and minimise your risk is what? Get it in writing. Get it in writing. Get but in writing. it's a specialist contract and it's um it's not just as simple as writing it on a list, but um, definitely get some advice and look at a binding financial agreement. And at the same time, you should consider your wills um, and make sure that they really reflect what each of you want. It's a lot to do. It is a lot to do. It's not as simple Christmas. as yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not as simple as putting a ring on it. There's a lot <laughs> more to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can put a ring on it and sign this. Please. And sign this, please. Thank you very much, Chloe. Look forward to speaking with you. Well, someone from the team from KHQ Lawyers again next week. You can find more Joycast and show blogs. Go to joy.org.au. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.